Do you have a dirty little secret? Welcome to the club. And you're all invited. The first rule of the Dirty Little Secrets Club is tell everyone about the Dirty Little Secrets Club. We're handed out memberships, free of charge. Step up to the VIP line and let Dana and Brimstone take you on a weekly ride of secrets and debauchery. Now buckle up, Buttercup, because things are about to get heated on the Dirty Little Secrets Club. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Dirty Little Secrets Club. We are your hosts. I'm Dana Pereira. And I'm Brimstone. And we got a very special guest today. We've got the lovely, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the amazing Jennifer Wilde from Sober Exposure Podcast. Welcome, Jen. How you doing? Hey, Woo! thank you. What an intro. <laughs> awesome. Dana, yeah. we, need to, we need to make sure we set the tone because, again, you know, uh, the listeners need to always remember what the first rule of Dirty Little Secrets Club is. Absolutely. You guys, the first rule of the Dirty Little Secrets Club is to tell everyone about the Dirty Little Secrets Club. Absolutely. Keep us trending. We were trending in Europe and we were trending in where? Australia? New, New Zealand. New Zealand. Close yes. enough. It's we love like you, New right Zealand. Next to each other. We love them. We love them all seas and everything. New Zealand, else tell, your, tell your Australian neighbors, shall you? <laughs> Yes. And, and tell them, you know, because they've got all those animals over there. We need to get them while, while these people are still alive and breathing because there's so many ways to die in Australia that it's ridiculous. <laughs> so we need those <laughs> listeners and their ratings now before anything else happens. Before there's a surfing accident or something. Right. Australia, yeah. before you die, you got to listen. To the That's what I'm saying. Dirty Little Secrets Club, let me just let you know I got bit by one of those spiders. The spiders yeah. got me. It was we in my asshole. Um, I don't know. Like it's, it's crazy. And the kangaroos will kill you. The, the koala bears. The, the koala bears got they chlamydia. They look cute. They'll but give you chlamydia. How the don't hell? Don't fuck I, a koala bear. I want to know how people found out that, that koala bears could give you chlamydia. Was there something going on between something? Like, oh, it's a cute, stuffy little thing. And then Jack hammered it and got chlamydia. I don't know, but it's kind of just disgusting. I don't know. Wow, you guys. Or maybe scientists. Maybe scientists happened at the zoo. <laughs> 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 if we want to steer clear of the bestiality, we'll say the scientists happened. If we're going straight into fucking koalas, then we got Brim here to lead the way. <laughs> I'm here to lead. I'm not leading the way in fucking koalas. I'm not going to go fuck a koala bear. Yeah. That's just wrong what do you call it um maybe a stuffed animal koala bear. Yeah. i could see you but, cuddling up to one in bed yeah. late no, at night no. with a little koala with a flashlight we already got we already discussed flashlights here dana no free ads dana we need to, to keep steer clear of that anyway um so we've got our special guest jen what do you call it does an amazing show uh called sober exposure and uh, Jen, why don't you tell us a little bit about the show so this way everybody knows. And if they, um, you know, are recovering addicts and so forth, they know where to go and where to find you. Okay, perfect. Well, my best episode ever was the Brimstone episode, of course, when he came oh. on the show. And so, yeah, it's called Sober Exposure. And it all started because I am a recovering drug addict myself. I, I, I like to get high. I like drugs. And it caused me a lot of problems in my life. Um I was a radio personality for years, rock and roll, radio, sex, drugs, and rock and roll, the whole bit. And I really fed into the sex and drugs part. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so we talk a lot about just where we came from and what, what our lives are like today. We try and help other addicts. And I think everybody's been touched with addiction in some way, shape, or form, whether it's uh, the, the, the parents of an addict whether you have a friend that's an addict, if you're an addict, also mental health issues. Uh, we talk about sex addiction, shopping addiction, whatever it is. Listen, if you're fucked up, then you'll like my show. Bottom line. There you go. 
Okay. And she's fun and she's cute. So it's, you know, you get a little bit of everything. You get some help, you get some entertainment, you get to look at her. You know what I'm saying? It's all it's a, a win. Yeah. So it, it's like it's like Dirty Little Secrets Club. You get to hang out, get get some laughs from us. You get to look at Dana. You know, I mean, look, it's it's a positive. It's a win win. I win today because I got two gorgeous ladies next to me. And I am super stoked because, you know, I know our numbers are going to go up today. That's yeah. it. <laughs> you know what That's my it. favorite part? about Jennifer right now is I love your name. You have the most perfect name. Jennifer Wilde is like, it it was like you were meant for like being I was was destined to to get in trouble with that name. I know. Yeah. (laughs) Tear down the town. All right, listen. You lived up to it. I think we're going to need to get started because I know we have a whole bunch of different dirty little secrets here to read. Um, What do you call it? Now, I guess you gave... Jen, the whole rundown before the show. Um, Jen, are you are you cool with with starting us off and, and reading the first? Yeah, uh, I'd love okay. to read about how somebody just pissed in someone's. Like, no, this is great. <laughs> I love this. And I was telling Dana, too, that it actually reminds me of a story that I can't wait to talk about. But uh, so so we have, uh, I guess, one of your fans that wrote in and said, I heard your story about the litter box and it reminded me of the time I peed in my cat's litter box. For context, my toilet was broken and I had to go really bad. So I just used the litter box. (laughs) I'm the girl. So, yes, I squatted over and peed while my poor cat Whiskers watched. And Whiskers was seemingly horrified over it. That is amazing. Listen, I'm not going to hate on that. I think that's fantastic. You know, give the cat a little bit of, you know, little love back. You know what I mean? The cats leave dirty little presents all over the place. And you know what I mean? You might as well use their spot too. You know, it was very resourceful of her. And uh, I would say, you know, um, does any of you guys have cats? No, Uh, I I used to have cats. I used to have like nine. I was that girl. Yeah. But I used to have a cat. And if we're being honest about cats, cats are assholes, right? First and foremost, Dana, every... Every female has a cat, Dana. Okay. Oh, every okay. female He's has talking a cat. about the, 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 the little every, meow, meow. All right. It's, let's just... it's when every female's cat scratches your faces off that you're like, oh, whoa, that cat. we got oh, okay. it. Was a, a different yeah. kind of cat. I was, I, you know, I was, yeah. I, 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 I wasn't sure. I'm sorry, Dana. I, I, I misunderstood. This was just a little revenge on, on <laughs> the cats being assholes. This is revenge for the time the cat looked at you and slid your cup off the table. Like this. Right. Right. <laughs> have you ever seen that? I used to have. What do you call it? My Russian blue years and years and years ago. I loved him to death. Tombstone was his name. And what do you call it? He would go up there and he would just like tap it and you'd watch him. And then he'd watch you and be like, tap it. And then it all of a sudden beep, right off the edge. And then just just like sit and stare like, what are you going to do about it? Uh-huh. It's, gonna, it's like, what are you going to do about it? It's like, I will pile drive your ass to the table. Are you kidding me? Uh, Seriously? Yeah, but I love I love that. Cat, though. I, I still get traumatized when I see litter boxes because I remember I was like, 10 and I went to my neighbor's house. This is before I had a cat and I saw the litter box and I sat in it and I was like, oh, look at the sandbox. I thought it was a free sandbox. So I started playing with it and um, hence, uh, you know, got got a little little smelly, little Uh, dirty. And so I'm still traumatized. Um, Ouch. Yeah, I, and- I, knew, I, I think we need to reevaluate our friendship here. <laughs> yeah. um- <laughs> well, I've washed my hands since, but yeah, I did sit in a litter box thinking it was a sandbox. And one time I was in a, a road trip from Minneapolis to Cleveland and I was with my girlfriend. Literally, 
she, now this is gross. She had to go to the bathroom so bad. She had, and, and we were like, we we're on the expressway. And this is when I had all my cats and we had a litter box in the back. She's like, dude, I'm going in the back. I'm, I'm, I'm squatting. She took a piss in the friggin' litter box in the back. In the litter box in the car. Yeah. Listen, car. now I know wow. some women that are extremely talented and they could use a Snapple bottle. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think I prefer to use the Snapple bottle than the litter box, to be completely yeah, honest. But you, got some, <laughs> I mean, you got like an aiming tool, right? I just said the women's, some women yeah. that I know can use a Snapple bottle. You just take it, you put it in the right spot. It's easier for a woman who knows where her little spots are than a guy who has got to stick their thing into it. Yeah, it's difficult, man. I, I got pretty good aim. When you're a drug addict, you're really good at that because you have to pee in some very compromising places. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. oh, my Lord. All right. So so this this one, look, I, I, have, I have nothing but love for you. What do you call it? So I'm glad that you enjoyed the last story. And thank you for giving us your story and keep them coming. <laughs> um, I, and I want I want to know I want to know if you've done it again since then or if it was just a one time. Was it a the sandbox? I played yeah. in many sandboxes since, but they were sort of uh, different, different types of sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dana, would you like to start with the next one? I would. And I would just like to remind everybody, this is one that we are calling back from last episode. We decided we were going to table one because we knew that Jen was coming on. So this one says, my sister is a drug addict and she requires a lot of attention. My family is always focusing on her and trying to make her better. I love my sister and I understand that she needs help, but it's so frustrating to constantly be put on the back burner because I have my shit together. I want to feel love too. Sometimes I feel like the only way to get their attention is to be a fuck up. Maybe that's why my sister doesn't get better. She likes the attention. Yeah. This one we had last week, Jenna, and I had said, look, this is more of a serious uh, dirty little secret. And and we felt more comfortable with you having, um, you know, history with stuff like this, that maybe you'd be able to give a proper answer to this. Yeah. I mean, the the the, the smart ass remark wanted to be, yeah, I'll go shoot a bag of dope. But no, but uh, no, I'm kidding. I'm not recommending that at all. Um, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you know, it's 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 very unfortunate. And un- unfortunately, I don't believe that the addict is doing it for attention. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's it's not it's not something that that we do for attention. She's not using for attention. Um, and I would just say, keep achieving on your own, find your own achievements and uh, detach from your sibling. Don't enable your sibling, mm-hmm. let them reach the bottom. And, you know, it, it's the negative attention. It's not positive attention. So why don't you achieve on getting positive attention and just keep doing you and yeah. work on achievements and you know it, it can't be about the parents attention at this point you know what i'm saying right. parents love their kids in in different ways you know just like we were talking about animals i have two dogs i love this dog this dog's a pain in the ass takes more you know uh, m- more attention than than the other dog i love them just as much so you have to understand this isn't about lack of love mm-hmm. you know so just keep doing you and achieve achieve in a positive way and, you know, try and support your parents as much as possible because it can't be easy for them either. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Do you, do you have siblings, Jen? Yes, I do. Uh Do you feel that any of them had um, felt like they were put on the back burner during all of that stuff? 
Um, okay, so my my brother has severe mental illness, so mm-hmm. he's severely mentally ill. And my my brother, yeah, he always felt like I was always, always um, in front of him in every way, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he's always like, even when we were five, you know, you were the one that, because I, it just also has to do with my personality. I have a big right. personality. And so he always felt like he was, you know, in the back, in the back burner right. to me. And we still have resentments to this day about it. So, you know, I just, I just try and love him unconditional, you know, mm-hmm. um, he Makes does sense. resent me because I was the favorite. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I can't help that I was the yeah. favorite. Yeah. It's because yeah. you're the pretty one. It's because you're the pretty one, Jen. That's what happened. Damn lovable. Okay. And the manipulative one with the charm that was always, you know, um, what can I do for you, daddy? Daddy. Oh, you know, I did find. So I was definitely my father's favorite. But even whenever I was like 18, I was and I didn't do it on purpose, but I still called him daddy. He was my daddy, you know, and so I I would be like, daddy, can I do this? Daddy, can I go here? Daddy, can I have 20 bucks? And my stepmother fucking hated me. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a daddy's girl. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, we are. So it is yeah. what it is. There's no reason that your daughter can't call you daddy. doesn't matter how old you are. You know what yeah. I mean? So mm-hmm. my, my daughter's 24. She still calls me daddy. You know, that's that's fine. And Brenda, you know I've I mean? called you daddy a couple times, too. So. <laughs> a few times, a few <laughs> times. Yeah. It is, uh, you know, okay. I, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, what do you call it? Let, 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 a little hot under the Let me I go was to like, the are, next. are you getting red there, Brenda? You're, you're, <laughs> Just face, a little bit. you're flushing. <laughs> no, I changed I changed the color of the uh, the thing here. Oh, what sure. It? It's the filter, yeah. There oh, we go. It's the filter. The filter. Anyway, let's move along. Uh, so, okay, here's the next one. I'm a 31-year-old happily married woman, and I read about a glory hole in a place nearby that I knew. First of all, how the hell do people hear about glory holes? That's like, an is excellent it, question. <laughs> is there like a sign up that goes, hey, you know, glory hole in here? Or like, I want to know how people find out about glory holes. I mean, I am not curious about it for myself. I'm just curious in general, like they're like a Facebook just... group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like right? holes across meetups. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> I read all about it and I couldn't stop thinking about it. I drove past to see where it was one day and thought about it more. So one day I went there and I went inside and waited. I thought, no, I'm going to leave. But I heard the door open and close. So I stayed quiet and waited. A few minutes later, a cot came through the hole. I rubbed it and then sucked it. He came in my mouth and I swallowed. I don't know why I did it. That's okay. Um, interesting. Very interesting. I then I, I have nothing, ladies. <laughs> I have nothing. Is it is it it's that's not normal that I whatever have floats your boat. What what defines normal anyway? Right. Do you know what I mean? Whatever floats your boat. So she, she had a fantasy about a glory hole. Okay, so what? Um, I might have a fan, you know, I might have a fantasy about, uh, I'll leave Brim out of it, but, <laughs> you know, whatever floats your boat, man, I don't find any, I don't find any problem in that at all, what, yeah. whatsoever. I mean, besides, besides the married thing, that's kind of uh, not the best. But Unless the just- hubs is in on it. He's like, yeah, sure. Hey, I'll look up the glory holes. I'll drive you there. You know? Right, right. And maybe he was the one on the other end. Let's just keep yeah. oh, in a perfect world. He wow. was the one walking in and putting his cock through the hole. 
But here's the thing, like, like on all, every single angle of this, the whole glory hole aspect of it, first and foremost, why would anybody want to put their dick through a hole that who knows what's been in? Listen, okay, there are a lot easier ways to get it sucked than having to put it through some dirty ass hole. There's some really desperate men out there. Well, that's true. Okay, fair enough. Fair (laughs) enough. But, you know, like you don't know what's been in that hole or what's on the other side of that hole. Maybe they don't care. I guess that's part of the the glory of it is they don't care what's behind that. hole. Well, you know, the phrase, Brim, ignorance is bliss. So you can you can stick your dick in that hole and imagine any single person is on the other side of that. He didn't know if it was a dude, if it was a chick, if it was an alien, if it was a koala bear. He had no idea. Yeah, as long as there's no teeth there's involved, I'm sure bear. it was fine. Definitely a koala bear. Absolutely. A koala bear. It was a koala bear. That's what I No, but seriously. And then meanwhile, on her end, she doesn't know what the hell's going on. And, you know, like, you know, being a little promiscuous and so forth and, and you know, is one thing. But not knowing where it's coming from is a completely different animal, especially when it's just a dick in a hole. And then you went and you swallowed and uh, you don't know what the hell's inside. Yourself. Yeah, that's a little dangerous. That you know what I'm dangerous, saying? For like, sure. You know, that's yeah. that's that's taking a shot and not knowing what you're going to get back, you know, and um, look, super again, rolling the dice on that one. I uh, yeah. So listen, sweetheart, um, if you had a good time, great. I hope you're still healthy. Um, I want to know one, how long ago it was Two, where the hell this glory hole is, because I want to know, you know, how this thing works. I want to observe. And then three, uh, I'm just, just a kidding. Boyer. I yeah. am just kidding. Uh, he just but- wants to observe. He doesn't want to do it himself. <laughs> it wouldn't fit through the hole. <laughs> I wouldn't fit. The only tell me glory um, holes in New York state. <laughs> no, no, no. I no. I just want to like, no, my, here's my reasoning for wanting to know where it was. Is it at a rest stop? Is it at a, a restaurant? Is it at a, you know what I'm saying? Like, is it at a, a, sure, truck, a stop? truck stop? Like where, where are these things that people just go and go, Woo-hoo! you know what I mean? Like <laughs> I, I am just very curious about where these things take place. I always heard about these things, but figured ah, it's a myth. You know what I mean? But apparently it's not a bit. And most of the time, glory holes are, are for two men, not for a male and a female. You know what I mean? So that's another thing. I don't know. That was if a you know. kinky ass bitch, man. Telling yeah. you. <laughs> I'm talking about. But is she now? Now, now I need to know um, what do you call it? Uh, we're just going to call her glory. So, glory, are you going to send us another message? Let us know if you have returned since then. And mm-hmm. have, you know, I want to know if if you've gone back, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I need to know more. I need to know yeah, more. Yeah. And turn End off that GPS tracking so your husband doesn't uh, <laughs> end up at the glory hole with you. <laughs> ouch. Ouch. Can you imagine it was the husband on the other side? And I was already no thinking idea. that they yeah. had no idea. They swapped back. If, that was dead. Well, you know, oh my God, you would think maybe she would know his own flavor. But I mean, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, uh, let's move along. Let's move along. Jen, it's all you. Okay. I'm um I'm um okay. It's all me. <laughs> See, I'm just just the same as it was in school, not prepared. Yeah. So all right, here we go. I leave Easter eggs in hotel rooms I stay in. I travel every week for work, so I stay in a lot of hotels. Each week when I stay in a new hotel, I remove one hotel room piece of art on the wall and write something along the lines. Hey, you found the secret hiding spot. Send a request for $20 to my designated Venmo account. So far, I've had a few lucky discoveries. 
Wow. I don't know. I don't get it. What's wrong with me? I don't get it. Like, no, he's so this person goes into hotel rooms and takes off a piece of the wall art and writes on the back like you found the whatever. Send a request for 20 bucks to my Venmo. And then he pays them 20 bucks because they're the lucky ones that found the Easter egg in the hotel room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I think I think that's okay. So are you familiar with what Easter eggs are in like movies and TV shows? I mean, I I guess I'm not. I guess that's why I don't get it. So so Easter eggs, what an Easter egg is. It's not like your typical Easter egg. It's not an actual Easter Easter egg. Jen is also Jewish, Dana. So she might not. She might not know the whole Easter egg. But anyway, but she's like Easter egg. What are you talking about? Anyway, so um, an Easter egg in like in a film or a TV show and, and comic books, stuff like that. It's basically you're giving something like a little hidden gem that only certain people are going to be able to find or understand when they see it. So, Brim, can I interrupt you really quick? Yes. Brim has some Easter eggs in, um, oh my God, what's the show? The Big Bang Theory. Yes, yes, yes. He has little Brim figurines in the background at the comic book store Mm -hmm. on The Big Bang Theory. So that would be an Easter egg. That's an Easter egg. Okay. Nice. That, see, that's see. I wouldn't have even thought. <laughs> Fuck my own career. It's all right. But what do you call it? And then I also have my, the brimstone backpacks on in the background in in season seven. And so yeah. So that's that would be considered an Easter egg. So for this, this is something an Easter egg is literally something hidden. So in in uh, what do you call it? for Easter? They hide the eggs, and you're supposed to find the eggs. So that's the same type of thing. That's why they call it an Easter egg. It's something that you look for and you find. And it either gives you a little hint about something. It gives you like um, something that only you would understand. It's like, you know, so that's what it means. Okay. Right. Or in so, this case, 20 bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So in this 20. case, if they go and they find this little thing, they say Venmo me and I'll send you 20 bucks. So if they, they found it, now they got 20 bucks from it. There you go. All right. Win, win. Good. Win, win. It's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, you know, and what, what he's doing is kind of pay or she is doing is paying it forward. Just like if you're going to, a diner and you have a, uh, you know, a $10, you know, scrambled egg meal, and then you leave a $50 tip. You know what yeah, I mean? That's nice. So, yeah. Do, um, does the Starbucks thing though, that a little ridiculous. The other day I'm at Starbucks, somebody pays for my Starbucks. So then forward. I have to pay for the, the guy behind me and their, their order was like $50. So I paid $50 for a freaking cup <sighs> of goddamn coffee. No, Pretty you didn't story. have to do that. No, you didn't. Okay, so paying it forward, you don't have to pay the whole person's order. You could just be like, "Well, I'm. I can. I'll, I'll pay, pay for, for one coffee. Coffee. I'll pay for you when I was coffee. at Starbucks. I paid for the whole thing. So the pay if the pay it forward thing is, you don't have to pay for the whole thing. You could just pay. It's a nice gesture. You don't even have to pay it forward and pay back the next person. I always do. But what do you call they it? They will always... make you feel guilty as shit oh, over yeah. it, though. Yeah, <laughs> you, the, you, the, the you, little you dude there was like, he's like, so are you going to pay for the person behind you? I'm like, yeah, okay, well, they had five egg bites, three da 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 I'm like, I had one freaking cup of coffee. Yeah, you I wouldn't have done that. paid for the whole bank Starbucks I order. <laughs> I wouldn't have Karma, done that. though, you know? I felt like I, you know, I, I, I'd have bad karma if I didn't. Yeah. Uh, no, it's cool, though. What do you call Listen, at the end of the day, that, that will bring you good karma. So you're yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Dana, would you like to move forward? I would love to. Oh, well, that was <laughs> splendid. Thank you so much. Especially this one, because it cracks me the fuck up. I was at a beach house with my girlfriend meeting her family for the first time. 
we oh. were feeling a little frisky and she gave frisky. me a quick blow job at the house before we went nice. down to the beach with the family. When we got down there, her aunt pointed to her chest and said, you missed some sunscreen. And my girlfriend <laughs> had to rub cum into her chest in front of her whole family. <laughs> yeah. That reminds me of something about Mary, you know, with the with the gel, with the hair gel and something about Mary. That kind of reminds me of that a little bit. <laughs> and then 15 minutes later, her aunt was like, why is your chest all flaky? <laughs> See, she should have got it all. End of story. There you go. Should should you missed the spot. There you go. Oh. The moral of the story is they need to do like what the other girl did and, and swallow it all. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's- that's yeah. what I'm saying a couple you know? stories ago. Yeah, I think I think the two of them need to kind of help each other out. Maybe that would be, you know, <sighs> you know, but, but this is all anonymous, so we can't tell him who they are. But I mean, mm-hmm. hey, you, so you find that 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 glory hole. You'll you'll you know, you're good. You'll find it. You'll be all right. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I don't know. This is fucking fantastic. This is the best story because this is something secret between the two of them. And it's something they are going to remember forever because it is so ridiculous that she was like, oh, oops, just like rubbing babies into her chest. (laughs) Like what happened? I mean, did she dribble it out? Was there too much? She couldn't handle it or she didn't swallow. She spit it, but then got it on her chest. Like what happened? He was giving her a pearl necklace, perhaps. Maybe. 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 Mm -hmm. That's a part. I mean, look. Look at her smiling over there. She's like, I like that. That's nice. That's a nice. I like a pearl neck. <laughs> you know, I really like my jewelry, you know. <laughs> oh, my Lord. The uh, yeah. So you missed some sunscreen. All right. So that's going to be that's going to be, you know, my new uh, hint for anybody. You know, if I see something on them, like, you missed some sunscreen. Well, it's it's either cocaine or cum. <laughs> like if you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah right. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's move along. Are we done with that one? Let's go. Freaky frisky. That's yeah, freaky and frisky. Um, let's <laughs> see. Um, all right. I work for the phone company. I have a few stories of finding goodies. One time I was running wire in a finished basement that was the bedroom for the college age daughter of the family. It had a drop down ceiling and I had to move tile by tile as I ran a line to her TV. When I moved one particular tile, a treasure trope of sex toys, cash, and other assorted items fell out. I put them all back and assumed she would notice the disturbance. I left a note. I just wanted to let her know that I was not one of her parents who had found the trope. Wow. (laughs) So considerate. Wow. That was really sweet. Wow. First of all, I'm sure she didn't realize that everything was mixed up and messed up. I don't know. Whenever Uh, you have a spot for hiding, you're like, okay, I need the six inch dildo. And you like go up. I'm sure she's like this. You know, and then she has the 12 inch dildo and she's like, oh my God, daddy found it. (laughs) Well, it depends on if she's talking about daddy or the one she calls daddy or both. I don't know. Or daddy. (laughs) There you go. Dana, you dirty girl. You, what are you talking about? Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> I, listen, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, first of all, I'm surprised that she is keeping them up in the ceiling rather than I mean, I got to think. Listen, you're, if you're taking things and sticking them inside yourself, I don't think you want them shoved up in a ceiling where they can get like a spe- drywall. Yeah, yeah. That's a infection waiting yeah. to happen. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, uh, you know, maybe that's where she was. She wasn't there. She was at the doctor getting something taken care of in a chooch. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, I. I I don't know, man. Um, 
I would think that you would keep it in like a drawer somewhere or maybe a little lockbox. I don't know. Where do you ladies keep your stuff? All over the floor, she says. That's what she's no, in the drawer next yeah. to my bed. Yeah, there I, I, there's no secrets here. You know, yeah. like whatever. <laughs> yeah. It's there. It's out. I mean, yeah, it's like you keep it in the drawer. That's a, listen. When I was emptying out my grandparents' house, I found all my grandparents' crap. Was the worst thing ever. What do you call it? Then when I was cleaning out my mother's house, found all her crap. That was a, even worse than the first one. What do you call it? And it's like, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, not once have I ever, you know, thought of putting stuff up in the ceiling, you know, so that people wouldn't find it. Well, yeah, so funny. A, 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 a drug addict thinks of that, but not my dildos. Other yeah. things. No. <laughs> no. So, you know what wait, I'm saying? Jen, did if you're going to diddle yourself, you're going to start climbing up into the ceiling to get your thing out. No, yeah, I don't have the energy for that. Bad. You don't want somebody to find it, I guess. But yeah, Jen, has your son ever found your sex drawer? Um, you know, he has not. And I think it's because he's he's just terrified to go through any of my shit. Yeah, because he doesn't want to know. He he knows his mom's friggin' bonkers and crazy, and he doesn't want to know. It's like when I was married, my ex husband was like, "I'm not looking through your phone because I don't want to know." Oh yeah, <laughs> ignorance is bliss. It calls yes, back. There you go, back to the mantra. That's right. Wow. Oh, see, I had um. My 16 year old and I were out to dinner one day and he basically just like started telling me his things that he has done. And then he was like, oh, by the way, mom found your sex drawer. And I was oh. like, cool. <laughs> so after that, oh. I like, get rid of the sex drawer. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I, I, I had something a little bit happen, the, but it was the other way around because I try and be. I'm still you know, recovering. Single... <laughs> yeah. 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 Like... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Brim. So wait, 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 wait till uh, now this people might think is a little bit inappropriate because I try my, my son doesn't really have a very close relationship with his father. So I try and be open about sex and stuff. Same. And whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we try and be open about sex. So he has a computer room where he plays his computer games and he has his bedroom. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, your computer room, I will always not because I don't want to walk in on you, you know, doing right. something that because he's a teenager. He's right. like, oh, you don't have to worry about that, mom, because I do it in the shower. Oh, my gosh, that's so funny. That's where mine does it, too. <laughs> no, because I do talk about stuff like I'm very, very open with my children yeah. because one, <laughs> I don't want them to feel like they are abnormal in right. any way. Masturbating yeah. is very, very normal. Two, I don't want them to think if they fuck up. And uh, I mean, my son has told me that he has smoked pot before. And I'm like, okay, I get it. You're around your teenage friends. You want to experiment. Doesn't make you a terrible fucking human being. And I think that a big part of my shame growing up is that I was made to feel like I was a terrible human being if I ever shame. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I believe that too. I mean, there, there, there there's a, a line that, that can't be crossed here and there, but I do talk very open mm -hmm. to my son about sexuality. Who else is going to talk to him about it? Exactly. Is, is yeah. he going to learn from the other 16 year old kids <gasps> who knows more about that yeah. stuff than me? <laughs> oh, Dana, you're already, you're already do hor a horrible person because you do a show with me. So you've already been <laughs> complete. And the same with Jen. She's friends Sign, with me. So, sealed, you know, delivered, you're, both yeah. to hell. you're both We're all going to hell. You're all going <laughs> to hell. It is what it is. And yeah, no. So I, I've always had the conversations with my son and um, what do you call it? And uh, try not to have to with my daughters. But what do you call it with my son? 
you know, we have a very open conversation about anything. And, you mm-hmm. know, I actually went, when what was really funny is I remember when they were all starting to come of age, him and all his friends, and they all came to me and wanted advice from the cool dad. And, um, and <laughs> oh, I was like, that? No, just- <laughs> <laughs> that was a little fucked up. Ah. <laughs> that was a little fucked up. So it was funny because what do you call it? Um, it, you know, it's like, well, you know, and the first thing I did was I, I, I said, everybody show me your hands. And everybody, you know, put their hands out. And I looked at every one of them, oh, fucked up looking nails and shit. And I go, well, the first thing you all need to do is start taking care of your fingernails. What do you mean? take? Why would I need that? <laughs> I was like, well, you know, the first thing you want to do is, you know, make sure that your fingernails are not fucked up. Because if you're going to go and stick your fingers somewhere, you don't want to chop somebody up because that's never going to happen again after that. <laughs> I don't need Edward so, scissor hands in my that's vagina. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, and after, yeah. after that, I was the go-to. So, yeah. um, you know. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, That's yeah, great. Yeah. Something so simple, right? So, so, so simple. But, you know, these kids don't know. They don't understand. They're like, suddenly they get an erection. They go, it's <laughs> happening. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you know, like, I, I don't know, man. But anyways. All right, uh, I'm going to go get my son a manicure after this. And <laughs> I'm talking about. You know, if you're coming at it, just like you said, like Edward Scissorhands or Freddy fucking Krueger, it's yeah. like, ah, you cut that shit up. I mean, some girls might be into that and that's your kink. That's okay. Write in about it. We want to hear. We want to hear. We want to know. We want to know. <laughs> if you like to get shredded up down there, I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I want to know. But, you know, most women would prefer that. not. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. So we have one more. Uh, we do have time for it, Dana? We do. Yeah. And this is a long one. So, Jen. Mm. Up to you. Do you want to read this? Do you want to take us out with this long one? Uh, All this sex and then long one, you're killing me. Yeah. (laughs) Here we go. All right. I've always had a voyeuristic tendencies and also have a liking for watching porn with women nude in public settings. I opened up to my wife about it and she said that she would do risky public dares if it meant getting a good fucking and or coffee, either one. (laughs) On a recent summer road trip, I dared her to just spend her time in the passenger seats completely naked, and she did. I knew a handful of truck drivers, bus drivers, and crosswalk pedestrians discovered that I find it thrilling when other people see my wife naked. We've done many other public dares, hikes, streaking uh, down hotel hallways. She's only... She's only ever been caught a handful of times, but it's a thrill every time. Oh, my God. Uh, it was a thrill <laughs> years ago when we played strip poker with friends and ended up uh, and it ended up with her being naked for a long time. Or when she modeled nude for photographers, most men would really not prefer other men seeing their gals naked. But I seem to actually get a thrill out of it. And so does she. All right. Very interesting. He used Very the word thrill like 47 mm. times. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're calling it's thrilling. him Thriller. Thriller. Mm. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, seriously. Wow. Okay. Um, all right. I got nothing. Um, I, I, you know, at, at the end of the day, I mean, look, if you enjoy other people seeing your person, I mean, then I guess. And, and she's up you. for it. She's up, yeah. she's up for it. That's what I love about this one in particular is he was like, I have a fetish. This is it. And she was like, all right, cool. Let's make this happen. You know, like that's a a positive way, a good communicative relationship. And uh, I mean, it sounds like it's working for them. They're keeping things spicy, thrilling, thrilling. (laughs) 
I, well, I, I'm into this couple. I think they're great. I think that's great. You know, hold, hold on a minute. How spicy could it actually be if she'd be okay with a good fucking aura coffee? I mean, <laughs> you would think, well, I would just um, think good fucking, but not the coffee. Like, fuck the coffee. Give me a good fucking, and maybe we'll have a coffee afterwards before a second round. You know, sometimes like I'd that. rather just have the coffee. But sometimes know? I'd rather just have the coffee. Fuck both of you. <laughs> fuck both of you. <laughs> fuck both of you. And the horses you rode in on. It depends on the day. So it's really interesting because... There are times, um, I mean, my husband is obviously hornier than I am most days, right? But then there are s- certain times where I'm like, no, I, I need it fucking now. And then there are times where I'm like, I just want to lay here and have my fucking coffee. Can you get away from me? Yeah. <laughs> you really got to pick your day with me. Like you, you got to roll the dice and see if you get lucky. <laughs> Don't worry, Joe. I've I have not gotten lucky any single day. It's always been coffee. Don't worry. Dana's, yeah. Just yeah. Say yeah. You know, okay. and, uh, the, the way I see it, I just I get bored so easily sexually that I got to keep it uh, spicy and, and uh, interesting um, and being in the passenger seat naked while everyone's looking at me and my, you know, my yeah. significant other next to is kind of hot. It is kind of hot. You know, so I have a are question things going on and everything while you're naked. That's the thing. Like, are you are, are, are people watching you do things while you're driving? I mean, you know, are you on a busy highway or are <laughs> you on like a rural road or, you know, like wh- where are you? I need to know are you the mountains. Where you know you get lucky when there's one trucker driving by and they yeah. go, well, you know plus a truck, a, a truck driver there, a truck is way up there, so they can see everything. Uh-huh. They they yeah. got the those those truck drivers. Those are they 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 hit the jackpot that day. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> their vantage point is right on. <laughs> but on the other hand, I remember driving. Um, I was in my twenties, and this did not turn me on. This this repulsed me. Some guys like I'm at a red light, and he's like. And he had a big friggin' dick. <laughs> and he's jerking it. Yeah, he's like jerking off next to me at a red light. And I was like, oh, uh, lock the doors. Let's get the hell out of here. Uh, no, I don't want that. No, no. So that wasn't so hot. But that fantasy, that little story, and maybe the word fantasy is the key word. Because would I really sit in a passenger seat, start naked with my Probably significant me. other? <laughs> you would. <laughs> Yeah, why not? Oh I'm my lord! Too afraid of getting arrested. I've already been on probation. I've already been to jail. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't want to go again. Just saying. I would have you... a blanket in my lap though, just in case <laughs> I had to be like, you know, cover it up or something. Just so you're aware, in New York, what do you call it, it is legal for men and women both to be with shirtless. Just so you're aware, as long as it's not causing an issue. So yeah. <laughs> Bottoms is a different story. That could have caused some car accidents, though, that story. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, if things were going on, you know, I mean, if she was like bent over her ass and everything else squished against the window and then she's doing something while they're driving and people are driving by, that would cause some accidents. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, just seeing a couple of things jiggling. Oh, oh well, hello. How are you, ma'am? You know what yeah. I mean? But, you know, getting all crazy with it. I mean, that's a different story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So my addiction is so pathetic. I got in a car accident once, but it was my shopping addiction because I was driving by and I saw this boutique. I was like, oh, I have to have that dress. <laughs> Bang. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. shit. 
Uh, not as cool as the sex thing, but anyway. oh, that's hilarious. I mean, hilarious <laughs> that only because you weren't hurt. I was it's... fine. Oh man, I don't Ouch. think that I've ever crashed over a dress. Mm. <laughs> I did have somebody as I was walking down the street and this was many, many, many years ago. Um, I was 18, 19 and I was walking down the street and this guy in this beat up car starts like cat calling me out the window as he's driving. I'm just walking down the street. I'm not, there's nothing sexy going on here. And wait a minute. Um, was this Joe? No, it was not Joe. It was in Arizona. Oh, okay. Okay. And so this guy doesn't realize that there's a red light right there so the light turns red the car in front of him stops and he's cat calling me and then <laughs> oh did you go up and go <laughs> gotcha i did you know what that was a self-esteem booster for sure though i was like i just made some dude crash his car <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, right wow, i look yeah. good today uh-huh. away. <laughs> yeah. a badge of honor it is i know that's like that is so funny that you said that because I was just thinking, I was like, you know, how sick am I that like, I love it when guys are going, Woo-hoo! or, you know, nasty yeah. gar- guys in a garbage truck or whatever. And they're, they're whistling at me. I'm like, I still got it. Well, see, and that's the whole thing. It's like, whenever they're doing it, you're like, ah, rude. But you're like, keep going. <laughs> that was so rude. <laughs> the, the first time that somebody whistled at me after I had my baby after I had Hunter, because I got, I was, I was like, oh yeah, we're back. Yes. Yes. We're back, baby. We mm-hmm. got it. I know the feeling. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. I have nothing to say. You and I, I am know, just, you and I, I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah. The two of you were just going to be, you know, uh, hanging out one day and just like letting guys whistle at you and, and just waving and shaking things. And, yeah. yeah. While telling them, ew. You uh, wish, ew, gross. gross. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's about all the time we have for today. What a fucking blast. This was so fun. Jen, thank you so, so, so much for coming on the show. I had so much fun. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Awesome. Where can can everybody find you on the interwebs, Jen? Okay, so you can find me at soberexposure.show. I didn't want to name it that because I can barely even spell exposure. But anyway, soberexposure.show. And also you can hit me up on Insta and that's soberexposure underscore podcast. So there we go. Yeah. Guys, make sure you you guys make sure you check her out. She's awesome. She's a lot of fun. And uh, her show is fantastic. I joke around a lot, but I, I do try and, you know, help help some people in in the interim as well. So we try and help. That's good. Yeah, That's awesome. everybody make sure you check out Jen. She's awesome. And uh, we love her. What do you call it? And uh, as for us, that's about all the time we have um, as what do you call it? Dana will always tell you five star reviews, rate, review, subscribe, five stars only. She will send out the thirst picks. Absolutely. It's going to be the next Dana, Dana, uh, only fans. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and the access to that is five star reviews. That's what yeah. I'm talking about. I love how Brim out. is always pimping me out. <laughs> it's I good to have a good fine. pimp. It's fine. But you know <laughs> what, Brim? You can't pimp me out if people don't send in their dirty little secrets. So if That's you want to see if you can get your dirty little secret on the show, then go to the dirtylittlesecretsclub.com and you can submit anonymously through our website. Because the first little rule of Dirty Little Secrets Club is 
tell everybody about the Dirty Little Secrets Club. See, I nailed did it. it. I did it. Nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed, nailed it. it. <laughs> nailed it. I probably could have done a better uh, voice, but you know. You it can try again. Let's hear it. Let's <laughs> no, happen. no, 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 no. I'm done with the voices today. <laughs> done. No free ads. Great review, today. subscribe, <laughs> and we'll see you again next week. Point. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Love you guys. Think we want something from you, you got another thing coming.